That creep can roll, man. Yeah, but he's a pervert, dude. Yeah. Oh, he's a sex offender with a record. He did six months in Chino for exposing himself to an eight-year-old. Huh. When he moved to Hollywood, he had to go door to door to tell everyone he was a petter ass. What's a petter ass, woman? This is Gutterballs, the Lebowski Deepcast. Like, oh, it's a heist movie. No, it's a stoner movie. In each episode, Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of the Big Lebowski. It allows life to exist in the bleak, black emptiness of space. Providing insight. I don't know when she said that. <laughs> Maybe Saint Sneaker comes and like puts little trinkets in them. Commentary. He's found himself in a world turned upside down. <laughs> Flare, 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 flare. And conjecture. It looks like the pool is empty. They shot it all on a green screen. You can't do a pickup? And now, gutter balls. Hey, well, Tally episode ho. 27. <laughs> 27. And not, we're rolling right along. Not a prime magic. number. Not a prime number. No, not at all. Not even close. by all kinds of things. Everywhere. Three. Everywhere you turn. Nine, you know? Itself. Yeah. Ridiculous. One, that's at least four. Not even close. But yeah, we're rolling along. Once again, I didn't really... It seemed like the f- first half of this minute, we may have covered a lot of what there was to cover because you have, you know, more slow-mo of... The Jesus, and it's the same music. There's still no dialogue or anything like that. So the first, like, maybe not half. When do we first see the cutaway of... Yeah, it is half, I think. Because we don't see a cutaway of another person until 36. 26, 36. What do you mean? 2604 cuts. Oh, I'm out of my mind. I'm, I'm crazy. I was looking at... I forgot. That's the whole... Tracking shot across them in slow mo, all that. That's right. Yeah, that's tracking shots later on. But I mean, yeah. So, so twelve so seconds. Ep- yeah, last yeah. episode ended kind of mid dance for the Jesus. Mid dance. You know, and again, this is just pure joy. The Jesus, this whole thing. Like we can just watch this minute in slow mo and just describe what's happening and entertain ourselves <laughs> and our listeners. It's so fantastic. Yeah. So we're, we start mid-dance. Mid-dance. His arms are flailed out to the right. They both go together. <laughs> they sort of like, like, like pendulum out that way, but like gracefully like a wisping yeah. willow off to yeah. the right. His dance is just excellent. So graceful. The left toe is up in the air. He kind of bounces from side to side, foot to foot, moving backwards, arms going. And his expression... Yeah, it's he's like, so... Well, he's filled with joy, He's so, but s- still so twistedly. Like the eyes are little specks of darkness yeah. staring yeah. at you. The Jesus' eyes, yeah, in this minute watching it, I looked at his eyes a lot. Like later on, we'll, we'll see his crazy eyes with the, you know, as they track along the triumvirate there. Yeah. But he ends the dance with this little thing with his foot. His his uh, right foot kind of goes up in the air behind his left leg, and he hits it with his hand while he points forward. So this with w- his middle finger. 
Right. And it's kind of like, yep, that's it. You saw it. Here we are. That's when you know it just happened. When I roll that one out. That just really happened. All ten. Down. Again. And then it, it cuts. Liam. Liam, baby. Liam. Although his shirt... Um, does it say Liam? Yeah, it's Liam. His shirt does not say Liam. Better say Liam. What does it say? It says Liam. I think it's just a messy Liam. Liam is short. It's four letters. Right. It's long. It could say William it's, or something. No, maybe. it's cursive. So the L comes swooping over, and there's a little fold there, so it distorts it unnaturally a little bit. There's an I, A, and then the M. It's like a three-humped M. So that's where it gets, like, messy. But I'm oh, saying that's Liam. I could kind of see how that's Liam. You see? It's really... And maybe, maybe the guy in back is Liam. No. There's three but... people on his team, even though the third one is never really mentioned. Right. This is they the guy. They mention Quintana and O'Brien all the time. They don't mention the fact that there is a third... I mean, a team has three people. Donnie, Walter, and the dude. In this case, it has... Right, Smokey, Again. the other guy, and the other guy. There were three yeah. on that team, too. And this one has that, too. There's there's Liam and the Jesus, which get all the, the love. They mention their names. They both are cleaning their balls out. You see them together. Right. <laughs> but in this shot, again, something that I only notice if you really pay attention, there's this other guy sitting back there in a purple shirt matching the team. And he's like, yeah, you know, just with Liam. Like, all right. Jesus, you got it. Yeah, not even j- more aggressively than that, even because which I never noticed till this minute. He actually points too. Yeah, the guy in the back, he points too. Like you always just see Liam, like yeah, slow mo doing the point, like yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But the guy in the back is pointing too, and he's yeah. pointing with a wrist brace similar to the Jesus's wrist brace, and Liam right. doesn't have a wrist brace on. Nope. And the guy in the back, like, Liam is more hardcore, like, yeah, that's it. Whereas the guy in the back is just so much more laid back. He's just like, he's dude, smug. do I even have to say anything? That's right. Like, he just kind of, like, can like just gradually point his finger. Right, gradually. Like, it's like, I'm not going right. to insist upon myself. I don't need to point. All right, Liam's pointing. I'll give you a little so... point. I don't think it's like a reluctant point. I think it's more like it was still like a smugness. Like we're so awesome. That's what I mean. Like, like, I don't even need to point this out. We're so awesome, but I, I'm going to do it anyway because we're actually that awesome. <laughs> so I did a little triple jump there, went seesawed back and forth a little yeah, exactly. bit, and then came back down, landed on awesome. Yeah, maybe so. You could be exactly right. Because maybe that was his, like, ninth strike in a row or something. Like, he's on the verge of getting a perfect score. And you notice Liam has a his, like, jacket on his seat. Yeah, the Jesus's jacket. I believe that's the Jesus's jacket. Oh, it's the Jesus's jacket. I was thinking the teams all had that jacket, but you're right. It is the Jesus Because he's jacket. got the perp- the red stripe down it. Yeah, I was just, yeah, for a moment there, I was thinking maybe the maybe he had a red stripe right. jacket also. Because like, they're all wearing the purple shirts, like it's part of the team. Like maybe yep. it was more elaborate. But no, you're right, it's just the Jesus' jacket. Yeah, I think so. 
Well, I'm disappointed. I thought Liam secretly had a jacket with a stripe, too. He just has the polo shirt with the same color scheme. Purple. And then the red lettering on it. I didn't cheat ahead at all, but, I mean, maybe Liam... No, I don't think so. I don't ever see Liam with that. But I was just thinking maybe even though we don't see it, there's evidence to support that he has one as well. But that guy in back, though, his smugness, I just... Looking so, like cocksure of himself back there you know so when i was watching this minute in the theater the first time i thought because again you know it seems like we've been doing this podcast for a year or something but it's we're only 26 minutes into this movie and it's still like dodging around and we don't know where it's going yeah we haven't really gotten into the meat of it yet i have my theory as to where the meat really begins but I'm going to save that till we get to it. Yeah. But at this point, I'm thinking, like, this scene is building up. Here's the heroes. Here's the villain. You know, I'm thinking now this movie's going to take a turn into, like, kingpin territory where it becomes more about the uh, confrontation between the bowling teams. And you're going to be facing the crazier team as the round robin progresses. That's where I thought this movie might go, and they might just forget about the kidnapping and everything. But that didn't happen, and I was kind of disappointed. Well, this is the first real... I mean, again, so here we are. We're 27 minutes in, and it's just like they keep piling on more and more strange stuff, more strange characters, eccentric characters. It's a deluge of them. The deluge. And this is like, okay. And this is yeah, there, this well, is you the thought big... there was a deluge, right. but here is the tidal wave. Right. <laughs> you thought Jesus. you were getting deluged? Methinks yeah. not. Here it is. Because yeah. this all comes smacking in on you now. So so here's my question for you, because in episode one, I believe you said the first time you saw this movie in the theater you kind of weren't sure about it. You weren't sure what had just happened. You were pretty... You might even not have liked it. Right, that's correct. What about this scene the first time you saw it, if you can even remember? Did this scene... Were you just kind of like, oh, what the... This is just kind of weird, and now they're just going too far. Or was this like a moment of like joy? Oh, this is... That's... Okay, now I'm laughing. The whole movie I don't know about, but that scene was pretty damn funny. I want to say, I know what I would like to say, but and I'm not going to say that, because I think the truth is, I thought it was weird, and it's like, they took the really zany parts of Raising Arizona and distilled them even further, and the entire movie was that. That's how I felt, I think, when I walked out of the theater the first time. Which is amusing to a point, but I don't... I just wasn't ready for the deluge. I just wasn't. Right, you weren't expecting a deluge. No. You didn't have, you didn't have your galoshes on. No. Or your Speedos, no. ready to go swim in the tidal wave. <laughs> right. It, no. Instead, it just, like, soaked you in your, like, street clothes. And you're like, right. motherfucker, this just sucks. I didn't have those tiny you didn't realize little... realize you were going to the beach that day. The, the, those tiny little eyeball-sized <laughs> goggles. You know what I'm talking right. about. The swimmers wear them. They keep getting... Every year, they're tinier and tinier. These freaking goggles. 
They drive me crazy. It's like they're resting on their eyelids. You know, they're just literally the size of their eye with like a dental floss size strap around there. This is what passes for goggles these days. When I was wearing goggles, they were huge. They had like half inch thick plexiglass for the shield, you know, and like a rubber tubing that you'd strap around your head. Those were goggles. And had I a pair of those on, Maybe I would have been ready for it, but I did not. And it just seemed like a crazy... Just... It seemed like the Coens were indulging themselves too much, and there was not enough entertainment value in it. Right. It was masturbatory or something. Well, but in reality, what they were doing was indulging themselves way too much, masturbating, if you will, yet the entertainment value was very high. Extremely high. <laughs> Extremely but, high. But why could the most possibly the most entertaining movie ever made? Why couldn't I see that upon first viewing though? Yeah. I don't know. Like it disappoints me. That's what I said. I know what I want to say, but the truth is I have to say something disappointing about myself. So I wish I could well, you said you enjoyed it the first time you watched it. Oh yeah. It. Yeah. Ah. But you had people there with you that knew it. Maybe. I had you and your brother with me right. the first time I saw it. Right. And, yeah, and when we got to this scene, this was definitely... So this was the first tidal wave that really, yeah, it raises you up. You're like, okay, I thought I was getting deluged. Now this is how, okay, I'm like, just, you know, I don't know. It's like you want to laugh, but you're not... It's not even like a laugh like you're laughing out loud, like, har, har, har. It's not hilarious. It is, no, it's just like... You're inside, you're filled with some weird, funny feeling that is just, you're so amused. I'm amused right now you thinking may need, about you may, it. Yeah, you may need to like take a break. You're like, hold on, pause the movie. I'm going to walk a lap around the house. Okay, now I'm ready to keep watching. I was too, I was overfilled by this. And when you see it 50 feet wide, the purple-clad knee and the dance and the arms swinging, just, and they spend so much time with it. Minutes. Yeah. In that's a row. The thing here, really noticing, like, I don't know if it really, like, yeah, like that, we had that entire minute last time with no dialogue. It was right. just the Jesus. whole 60 seconds of close-ups <laughs> and, like, him posing. Yeah. but That's oh, an entire so minute of the movie yeah. was just that with nothing else. Right. And we're not even really done because it's still going on. The music is done. He's doing his dance, pointing to his teammates. And then it cuts back to the Jesus, you know, coming off his point. Like, again, the crazy in his face now. The smile. The kind of evil smile, though. Yeah. Got a bit of With a thousand-yard stare. It's a thousand-yard stare he's got there. Yeah, he has a, yeah, I don't know what that means. I just know he has crazy eyes. It's an emptiness. I don't know if it's emptiness. Maybe. It's something. It, it's creepy, but it's, also amusing. Like, yeah, this, the smile, the creepy smile, and his eyes are just... Like you said, they're like, Lily, can't, at this point, it's like a your long shot. You can't really make out the details of his eyes, but they're still... Yeah, something about it, it's just like a, there's a crazy in there. Crazy going on. I wonder if he blinks. I meant to... I had it... Oh, little... that's good. No, he blinks. No, he did. Yeah. But, but maybe just that once. Maybe. And that's very subtle. Like, right... Yeah, I think we're looking at the same point right after they get yeah. back to yeah. him. 
Hand goes down. No blinking. No blinking. No blinking. No blinking. Tiny, tiny blink. Tiny blink. Tiny blink. Then, cut to the shot of him strolling back. Guy walks in front of him. Staring back. No blinking. Yeah, he's staring back at the dude and everyone. Yeah, no blinking. Yeah. Again, the crazy eyes. He's giving them the crazy eye. Somehow he's got two crazy eyes. Usually people just have one crazy eye. Like, everybody's got a crazy eye. Oh, what's your crazy eye? And then you look at it. It's like, yeah, definitely the left one is making me a little freaked out. You know the crazy eye? Sure. Okay. Just making sure I'm not alone on that one. What guy walks in front of him, though? What are you talking about there? It's at uh, 26... 23. Like, they're always putting these oh, obstructions. Oh, you're way ahead of me. Well, I kept watching a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. I'm at, like, 2610. Oh, way he's, back he's, there, he, sure. He's looking off to the side. We haven't realized yet, you know, he's looking at, you know, we're about to cut now to the dude. Yeah, just a little blink looking. there. There's the dude. And that's in slow motion. The dude is in slow motion? Everybody's in slow motion. Yeah. We're still in the slow-mo world. But if you... But... The Jesus is... The Jesus' blink is so fast, even in slow motion. Right. Well, I think you might be right that they did something where he was like, I'm not gonna blink. But one little... And there's that one little subtle blink got through. But again, it's like it's like you almost can't even see it. It's like, a, it's like a half blink. I wonder if they cut a frame out or like did some trickery there to like make it not seem as blinky. Because when Donnie... Or he was just trying not to blink hard and that little twitch kind of got through or something. Maybe. Because we see Donnie blink and his blink is slow. Well, Donnie's a slow blinker. He's a slow a blinker. He, every, he broaches everything with a little more slowness generally slow um so yeah we should probably revisit before we start okay this is one of the rare episodes where we're 20 minutes in and we've done nothing but actually (laughs) talk about the movie talk about the minute in like chronological order we didn't get through it so no we still have 50 seconds left to talk about as far as i'm concerned because i think we need to look at this shot by shot like, not shot by shot, but second by second, because this is too awesome. It's so good. And I thought, I thought last episode, that was like the end of the magical minute. But this minute is just as magical oh, as the last going. minute. It's a two minute long so far magical section of this movie. And I wonder if, I didn't watch ahead, I don't think. I wonder if the next minute keeps up this level of. I think the next minute does. I think we have three and a half solid minutes of magic. Right, that's how long the whole Jesus thing takes. Mm. Three and a half whole minutes. And it's all just, you know, wall to wall. Because the Jesus comes over to them then. Yeah. Yeah, they have their little interaction. That's right. That's right. We, well, let's not talk about that. That's not this no. minute. I want to revisit something. Okay. I watched, I've been fascinated with the landlord. Okay. Mani. Mani. Yes. Alan. So I went to 
And I've also been fascinated with the Crane Jacks and Fountain Street Theater. But anyway, I was looking at the theater and I wanted to watch the scene in the theater where he's performing his dance quintet. And I watched it like five times. And there's another some, well, that's neither here nor there. I didn't notice anything that whatever. I just wanted to watch that scene. I got some uh, listener feedback. You can see the landlord's name on the programs that Donnie and Walter and the dude are holding during that performance. There we go. And his name is Martin. Okay. Martin Randall. There it is. Although, you know, really, imagine the excitement we would have had when we got to that minute. I know. That. I know. Just... It would have been like, for the last year and a half, we've wondered right. about this guy's name. Right. It could have been, it could have been revelatory. But at least we closed the loop. And I wasn't going to, I can't keep up a facade for a year and pretend like I didn't know that now. Yep, so. there we go. Martin. There we go. Martin. Marty. 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 We can stop saying Marty and start calling him Marty. Marty or Martin. Yes. Probably wants to be hip, cool with it. So probably Marty. Marty. Nice to meet you, Marty. So that was one revisiting I had, and a brief update on the Mel Zelniker astoundment. Yes. It was a different guy. In other words, it was not my friend who interacted with him. It was a man with the exact same name, with the exact same spelling, doing pretty much the exact same job in <laughs> uh, pretty close geographical proximity to one another. I'm not sure if that is more or less astounding. I'm not sure either. <laughs> that might be actually more astounding. He was, And he was like, right. oh, yeah, 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 that guy. He's, yeah, different fella. He does whatever. This slightly different. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah, exact same. And it's not like that common of a name. No. It was astounding. So, double astoundment perhaps there. Now, this one, Brad... I, I wrote in our document, you can see these revisits. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about there? Would, are you talking about the flopped shot? or the, the flopped shot. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, prepare, my friend. You, you had a desire to have your mind blown? All right, I'm your, ready for this one. Your mind is going to be blown. 2544. And just pause it on 2544. All right. Uh, huh. I mean, and when you How get... How did you find this? You just noticed this? Yes. And when you get closer, you can see Brunswick is backwards on the uh, pin setter, too. But the way... Here's... You want to know how I really noticed it? Like, I, that's just stuff then, once I noticed it, I went and... Found that's more brilliant. Of, that's brilliant. I really noticed it. If you go back, like when you first cut to this shot, and we're talking now about going down the bowling alley, we're tracking the Jesus's ball. 
as it smashes mm-hmm. into the pins. Yeah. This shot is flopped. It's a mirror image. It's a mirror image. All the writing is backwards. The writing is backwards. The numbers are backwards. So I noticed this because in the shot where the Jesus turns around, and just before he does his little dance, I was trying to read the posters on the the back above the pins because they have all these banners hung back there. Yeah. I, and I remember we read some of these in an earlier scene, I think behind the dude or something. It's like championships, whatever. Right. So I was trying to read these things and I say, oh, stars and stripes forever is the one giant banner. So I was actually researching about that and I thought I could get a closer look to see if there were other details I was missing. And I noticed that the, when the Jesus rolls, the ball is going right underneath that banner. But in the shot after he has knocked all the pins down, he does his little dance, that banner's off to our right. So they didn't yeah. shoot it at the same lane. Which No, well, if you look even at where Liam is sitting, it, does, it says they're on lane 19. And if you look here, he's bowling in lane 23. So they're they're all over the place with these lanes. Yeah. So anyway, as we uh, we were following this ball down though, because I, I went back and looked, and I saw the word forever was backwards. Yeah, the whole thing, the whole shot's reversed. So, all right, why though? I have a theory. I have a theory too. Although I had a theory, and now I realize my theory it makes no sense. So let's hear your theory. My theory is I have two. Okay. The first one. Wait, maybe I, should I do the the weaker one or the stronger one or what I think is the weaker one or the strong one do first? Do the weak one first. Your do, your weak one. I will do the weak one first. I was saying they had a bunch of bowling footage that they'd shot over the course of however many days just bowling. We need lots of shots of the balls hitting in pins, all of these shots, right? So they took the best bowling quote-unquote, bowling shot for this scene, mm-hmm. which just happened to be in a different lane. But since there's this bright orange banner over this lane, like that's sort of a recognizable feature in the landscape of the picture here. To throw off the viewer so they wouldn't maybe concentrate on that, you flop a shot. It's a mirror image, so it's it looks... I don't know. It's like you don't recognize that it's in a slightly different place. Your brain is just like for a fleeting moment confused enough to then refocus on the ball as it's going down. That's my weaker theory. I think that's a very weak theory personally. I'm not buying that one. Probably. It probably is. The better theory is whatever device they had that was rolling these balls, because I don't think this was a person because they had that giant thing that follows the ball down Mm -hmm. it the ball veered off to the left and came smashing into the pins but the jesus bowls right-handed so the ball would have to veer off to the right and then smash into the pins so they had to flap it because if you're right-handed a professional bowler right it goes off to the right so it looks like it's going to go in the gutter sometimes and then 
careens over and hits them. So they had to flop it. Maybe this was the only take that looked right. But the ball happened to veer off to the left a little bit. It's like, well, we can use it. We have to flop it. That doesn't sound very strong so at all. Do you want to hear my theory? I do. I can't wait to and hear I think, it. Granted, this theory has tons of holes, but I think they shot it in a mirror. Something to do with the logistics of getting this shot. Huh. They shot it in a mirror. I don't know. If, I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't understand why they would. I mean, maybe it has something to do with the end of this sh- shot. So, because at the end of the shot, it goes all the way. Like you follow the ball all the way under the pin center, and it, you you see it like smash all the pins, and you go like all the way in there. Like you're way in there. In essence, the camera. Goes off the end of the bowling alley, really. Like, off past the pins and just smashes itself Yeah, it's down crazy. There. It's a crazy-looking like, shot. I don't shot. know how they got, like, so far in there. And if it had something to do with a mirror, like... I like... Ooh, I they like shooting this theory. The, in the lane next to it, but in a mirror somehow? So some guy could roll, but then they could, like, have their little, like, camera on a track in the lane next to it and they were shooting in a mirror like at a 40 at an angle but the angle doesn't seem right or was it just somehow i don't know somehow what they needed to do to get this shot no i like this theory because yeah you could have like a little cow catcher on the front of the unit you know boom it hits the pins the ball is kind of in there. It's in a little channel. It's loose, though, so it can sort of move back and forth. But no, no, because we do see it on the floor. Yeah. So that's oh, yeah, yeah. good. The ball's going, but like... So somehow... the unit would have to catch up to the ball, basically, and push through. Right. Because it's right like, in there, man. I mean, once the ball actually gets to the pins and starts smashing them, like, it's so... Like, I almost feel like it switches, even though I don't think it actually does. It almost feels like it switches to, like, animation or something. Because you have these perfectly illuminated pins in this darkness, smashing every which way. Like, it almost seems too perfect. The only thing that tells me that's not necessarily the case is how you can see, like, a like you know, if you, again, pause it frame by frame, you can see some of the, like, it's not really perfectly black. You can actually see some of the machinery. And yeah, stuff a little glints there, a little, off little the back. Glints. That may have been intentional, too. But, like, how do you... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Uh, your theory about they had to flip it to make the ball on the right side, like, this, for whatever reason, this is the shot they wanted... And, you know, again, if it was flipped the right way, it wouldn't have matched at all. The ball would be on the wrong side of the lane. So, I mean, they had to flip it for that reason, if nothing else. Right. Because that would be kind of weird feeling. Because on some level... I think that would definitely be like, you know, the action would not match. It would be jarring. Yeah, it would be jarring. Even if you're not a professional bowler, like, you would still feel it. You wouldn't know. Well, you would just know because you saw him roll the ball on one lane, then you on one side, and then you cut, and the ball's on the other side of the lane. Like it just couldn't. But these are the kind of shortcuts that some movies take. So they didn't. But instead, they flopped the shot. Is that any better? So now they have backwards writing in their well, movie. It's much less noticeable after all the fifty <laughs> to a hundred times I watched it. I certainly never noticed. Even last minute watching, just this minute closely, I didn't even notice it, and neither did you until 
You decided to look at what the try to look up what I'm the playing said. devil's advocate, but you know what I'm saying. How, right. how here here are your choices, and you haven't. <laughs> here's your choices. You know we're trying to make you're in the editing room now, or whatever. You're trying to make this work now. Your choices are. The ball is coming from a slightly different side in the lane and smashes into the pins. Or you put a mirror image of the close-up where you can see all the writing and it's all backwards. Which do you think is the right choice? Are you telling me you wouldn't have chose the ball being slightly out of position? I would never choose, here's backwards writing in my movie, and yet it works better. Now how do you know right. that's going to work better? Well, you could try it. You can test it. You might have a theory. You can show both cuts to different test audiences and gauge their reaction. Because you can't do that yourself. No, because you know you're too close to it. Yeah. And so let's say part of my theory is right somehow that they shot it in a mirror for some kind of logistical reason of getting this shot. Right, it doesn't change the fact that there's couldn't backward they... writing in your movie. Well, yeah, well, yeah, and also couldn't they have flipped it then so it wouldn't be backwards? Like, wouldn't they have done that? Or if you're working with film, like, I don't know, was this edited on film? Probably. Did they have a way of reversing it? I mean, does the quality... So if you look at this also, like, if you just look at the characteristics of the film, I think you can tell that it's, like, I don't know. There's a weird quality to the lighting in this. You think like, it's digitally manipulated? I don't, I don't know. know. I'd see, I don't see that. I don't see that, I don't think. I was going to say they just ran the film backwards through the, they, you know, the film was literally just flipped backwards. Does that even make sense? Can you do that? Well, yeah. If you're at it, you splice it, right? And you, uh, well, boy, once again, our... Or you run it through the scanner if you're doing all the, whatever you're doing, right? You just do it backwards. I mean, no, you just... I mean, like, it wouldn't look right. Like, if you do that on, well, that's if you expose it the other way. Yeah, no, you can flip it. It's fine. You can flip it. It's fine. It'll. Yeah, actually, you know, yeah. Well, I'm thinking again in photography in the dark room. I take a negative. I flip it. I can print that negative. But flipped, it doesn't do anything wrong. It's fine. You ran out. If you expose the film the other way, that's where you get like quote unquote red scale. But it wasn't exposed reversed. It was just yeah. I don't know. It's very interesting. I think this is something that's going to nod at us for a while. Yeah, because I'm not really satisfied with any of these. To continue to return to. But a fascinating, fascinating detail, Adam. That is a good, good catch. There's backwards writing. <laughs> yeah, this one shot is reversed. Like, yeah, it's rever it's left to right reversed. And I, and all last minute, we never. I mean, yeah, we didn't even notice. And like it. Yeah, we didn't even notice, like you said also, like the it doesn't match at all, like these posters on the wall don't match. But right. it does match, if I look here, I do can see lane 23 is the lane below that stars and strikes forever, and that's what was bold at. Right. Even though he is at lane 19. Right, they didn't no. move the poster. He they is just... in lane 20, no, wait, what? Well, he's in lane 20. Or 21. I don't know. He is in lane 21. 21, I so guess. So it does go all over the place. So he's balling in lane 21, but Liam's thing... Let me see Liam again. It says 19. 
So it's all over. You're right, all over it's the just place. All it's over not the just place. a question of two things. Yeah, lane nine, like Liam. Yeah, the, he's second score there at lane nineteen. Jesus is bowling in lane twenty-one, but when we cut to the bowling ball, it's actually in lane twenty-three. Jumping all over the place. All over the place, and yet, yeah. You don't yeah, it notice. Really matter. Does it matter? No, it doesn't no, matter. It doesn't matter because what does matter is his, his eyes. His <laughs> eyes. His crazy eyes. Because that's yes, exactly. His crazy friggin' eyes and touching his left hand to his right heel as he brings it up behind him and pointing. That's what matters. Yes. And this move, I practiced this move when I went as the Jesus, and this is hard. I always try to like bring my right leg, my left leg up to my. I get it all. I can't do it. It's not as easy as it seems. You gotta practice that. He practiced this thing. He got it down. Well, I think he's probably just practiced it. Like even before this part, he's like just practiced these little dances and stuff, and then he was able to call upon it as an actor when he needs to. Right. It's a little. He's got a tool. He's got this tool in his toolkit. Exactly. Oh, it's that two months probably, I spent you know, practicing that dance. Yeah. Well, probably studied all kinds of different forms of dance as part of his, you know, training in the arts. Ballet. Probably correct. Are there some other types of dance beyond ballet that I don't know what any other type of dance would be? Um, Salsa dancing. Flamenco dancing. That yeah, would but I don't think be appropriate. It, I don't know, maybe. That will give you some background. I'm thinking more like a perform, like ballroom dancing. Yeah, possibly. What a river dancing? What? Yes, river dance. There you go. Foot, so here's the shot tracking across dancing. the triumvirate. Awesome shot. And they're giving. You know, the dude is just kind of like not pleased right he's putting on his aggressive kind of face like i'm gonna try to out alpha this guy there he is that cock that cock of the walk he thinks he's the cock of the walk <laughs> well i tell you he's the cock of nothing but <laughs> <laughs> but yes <laughs> so we go across this cracking shot <laughs> the focus <laughs> the focus they racked the focus there from the dude to Donnie he's the cock of nothing <laughs> exactly it's the cock of the walk it's the cock of nothing oh, that's Montgomery Burns for you <laughs> that's where I grabbed I mean, that one from shit man but yeah, the dude takes on a, like a sort of an angry, like, hmm, blustery, mm. mean edge to him here. He's like, you know, he's a little threatened by yep. the Jesus. Yep. Doesn't like it. Donnie. Yeah. Oblivious. Shallow, shallow depth of field. Hyper shallow. Rack, rack from the dude to Donnie as Donnie turns around. Again, Donnie in full Donnie mode is like, huh? what's going on? Huh? Who's that guy? Why is that guy looking all at us all funny? Who's that? Cut back <laughs> to the Jesus. Here's the Jesus gives him blows him a little kiss. And there's where the guy walks in front of them, like you were talking about, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I was looking for blinks, you know. Yeah, no blinks. No Gives blinks there. Kiss. Gives Donnie a little kiss. And Donnie's kind of like, then Donnie looks kind of puzzled. Like, why do you, why do you make that gesture with his lips toward me? <laughs> he, that man that's, moved that's his strange. face in a funny way. What? Uh, nope. Does not process that too nope. well, Donnie. Nope. Nope. Not scared or anything. Not overreact. Just like, huh? Oh, that's weird. And then Walter, stern, but not too stern. No. A sort of stern disinterest. A studied disinterest. And another nice rack here. It's a triple tight rack they do on this shot. Yep. I mean, they got it dialed in. The dude, Donnie, Walter, and they dial it in. It's nice. So... The, so if you pause, let's say around like twenty six, twenty nine, I'm the there. Shot I'm paused Walter. on it right now. What is in Walter's glasses in the reflection? That's um, one of your favorite things to do. Some terrible demon man. Like if you pause it, you can't really make it out. But I feel like if you watch it in motion, yeah, I guess you can't really tell. At first, I felt like I was actually just looking at a camera, like a guy in a camera holding a camera, like I don't... a film camera. But it's not that. No, I don't think so. It's, um, I don't know what it is. I it's wasn't just, able to tell. It's just randomness. Pure randomness of the universe. Like a table with a stripe on it, or, you know? Yeah, it's just a jumbled. But the fact that it's so close to his eyes means you are prone to pay attention to it, I guess. Yeah. But I don't think you can make it out. So one thing we didn't mention was after, so this minute starts, right? There was still... No, we did mention he's the cock of nothing. We did mention that, but the song, the lyrics start. The Spanish lyrics. Right. Right. Which becomes important. Well, one, again, it just adds, I think, to this whole flavor of the scene I think the music part of this is just excellent. The way it had like the slow guitar picking through the whole last minute, showing him getting ready to bowl and tightening his sock and everything. Yeah. Then it then all of a sudden it kicks up. in with the percussion and beat and rhythm, and he does his dance, and then the the words come in now now as they're doing the the pan across. Or the, I guess it's not a pan, it's a track across the, you know, Donnie, the dude, and Walter, you know. Again, the music is, is building. And then um, instantly, from Walter, it cuts. And again, the music is timed, once again, to go with this, which I really, really appreciate. It's perfect. You know, it's perfect. As soon as the song it hits the chorus, it hits the more upbeat part, there's... Finger goes up in the fingers air. Fingers up in the air. I'm number one, so to speak. Right. And the camera rotates around his hand. But, like, is it just me or does it look really weird? Almost like it was stop motion. Do you know what like, happened why here? Why does it look so weird? And I know what happens next, also. I mean, I can, I can tell you what happens. You know what happens next? Well, I don't know. So, it goes around, and then the camera quickly... Tilts down and to the side, but then it cuts. There's like a cut. Yes. It's like cut. You don't want to notice it. It's as if you're going right from the hand to the 
back to the dude and Walter. But and it Donnie, does not. But it, there's a cut. It's a but cut. The, the camera motion is supposed to obscure that. And again, something that I never really noticed until you know I tried to pay close attention here. I have noticed so this before. So it's kind of like a two... Fa- there's like a two factors here that confuse me. One is... Why does the like camera show going around his finger look so weird? Like it's all juddery and weird. And then while then then they do the weird cut zoom thing, which it's, is really weird. It's too. fast motion. So he's trying to hold his hand in one place, but they shot it. It's sped up. Basically, okay. So, I can go over that. So that's why it has that weird. Yeah, his finger is sort of like moving around quick. Like I think the camera movement's pretty good, but you can just the finger is yeah, moving because it's impossible right. to keep your finger in exactly one place. Well, why was it sh- shot that way? Because it took well, you can't a long you can't time uh, to circle his hand. Yeah, you can't. They wanted it to circle in like a second. Yeah, but really hmm. to move a. To move the camera that way. A giant rig on a dolly, you know, takes time. Yeah, it really time. takes, like, like, yeah, it really took, like, seven seconds or something. So think about that. That's They spent I mean, a lot of time yeah. to, like, make that look really good, and then that's actually... And, like, it's a pretty... Yeah. We'll call it's it about, a practical in-camera effect, and yet it actually, like, draws you out of the movie a little bit. Right. It's too... They got a little too cute. About two seconds... Well, again, it's something you don't necessarily... I don't know if I've ever really noticed. It's I've noticed this. I've noticed this. The cut and the kind of fast dolly. Just because I knew that would be really hard to do. Really so go, hard. So they go around his finger. Yeah, so what the, what the F is really going on here? Well, they couldn't dolly around on the giant, you know, dolly rig... Around the finger, really difficult shot, and then like dolly over to Walter and the dude sitting there. Can you imagine doing both of those moves together? So it's like, we're going to have to break it up into two moves. And who knows, maybe they spent a day trying to get that to work. And it's like, we're just going to have to do it in two moves. It's too complicated of a camera move. Dolly around the finger, come down, and then go over to these guys and let them have a conversation. Too hard. Right. They Especially if you're, you're changing the film speed. Right. You're you're Because once you get to these guys, you're at normal speed. They're having a conversation. Right. So you have to ramp your motor. Think about it. No way. So it was a, probably a compromise they had to make. And they're known for doing this. There's a scene in Raising Arizona where they had their shaky cam, which is basically camera on two pieces of wood. A little more advanced than that, probably. But it's not like a steady cam. And they're going through the driveway of the Arizona's house, up over the car, down the hood... And then there's a ladder up to the second floor where the window is open, and the camera moves up the ladder and into the bedroom. But they disguised a cut. There's a little curtain flap in the window. Mm -hmm. So they go all the way up nice and smooth and, like, start to go towards the window, have the curtain flap there, and then they resume inside the room. But you don't even notice it. It's just like, wow, how did they do that? It's amazing. 
the thing is, you only say, wow, how did they do that as a filmmaker, as someone experienced? Yes. Like, I yes. mean, the normal lines is like, oh, they just moved the camera through the window. All right. Yeah. But, I mean, it creates a nice effect. But, again, it's something, you know, a nice emotional, psychological effect. Yep. But I feel like I've seen that in a in I can't really name, but yeah, you know, they do it a lot. I feel sure. like I see that not just them, but just in movies, right? Yeah. Like we're gonna like zoom into the window, and then it looks like it's just one zoom from yeah. outside. Then now you're in the room, and there's always some weird little glitch with it. But it's almost like that's part of the dream, like like you almost expect that. Yeah, like I'm so used to seeing it. I feel yeah, it's like. If it didn't have that, I'd be like, well, that's weird. Where was the weird little, like, fade cross-dissolve that goes <laughs> on for a quarter of a second? The thing that when goes... You, when you walked into the... When the when the when your point of view, as you went through the doorway, like, I... Where's the... Uh, why wasn't that there? Like, butterfly that flitted in front of the frame just <laughs> for a second. Yeah. Yeah, as we go through the window. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they just it's some little trickery they employed, and uh, didn't work flawlessly. We'll say. I paused at twenty six thirty seven and. But here's the thing: we're pointing out all these issues, like the reverse frame, the, this cut, the sped up finger. But and this is still the best, and some it's of the gold. best cinema ever created. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't. And that's what I want to make sure everyone understands. You know what matters? It, uh, that stuff does not matter. It doesn't. At all. The only reason to point it out is to highlight how much it does not matter. Because here we are talking about this movie. For how long now? Why? Because it's so infinitely watchable. And just fills my heart with joy. Despite... Not e Not despite... Who cares about all of it when the end result is pure gold? Who cares if there's backwards writing and backwards numbers? It doesn't matter. Here's why. These, there's some old ladies bowling in the background in pink shirts. And I'm paused at 2637 and they're high-fiving. Yeah. You know? Not very high. No, well, medium fiving. Medium, me, medium fiving. <laughs> They're medium fiving. It's beautiful, you know. They got MGDs on their thing. They're drinking some beers. Do you think they're in a separate? You'd imagine the the women folk are in a separate, like, competitive grouping. Is that what happens, Possibly. or do they all just? Because if it's wouldn't you have males and females on same team? Or like, I don't know how bowling works. I can't say that I really know that either. Because most of the other teams we've seen, the dude Walter and Donnie be in direct competition with have been uh, one gender teams. Men. Mainly. Liam and his crew, Smokey and his crew. So I think they're in a separate league. Could be. Well, and this isn't necessarily league play. Maybe it is. It's just really these people spend a lot of time at the bowling alley. They're in their purple, though. They they got their purples on. Yeah. Well, you mean the you mean the Jesus's crew? Yeah. Yeah, and these old ladies have the pink on. And they got their pink on. 
The dude and his crew don't have any like color coordinated they bowling got, outfits. They got their schlep on. Yeah. The dude's got a like a pants boner. I wrote this. Which I I get these. It's where the fr- the zipper area of your pants like forms a tower. Right. But it's not there's, it's there's not no, nothing's going no, on underneath no penis there. In there. No, it's not. It's just your pants. The pants just form yes, like a it's not even a tent. Imagine a tent being like covering more area. This is just like a straight like it's like a really intense fold. So it's been folded and it's sticking straight up. But it's just somehow it's the construction of the pant because I don't think it happens with every pant. Just makes it point straight up. But it's funny that this is the scene with the pederast, and then it looks like the dude has a boner. And then the Jesus looks at Donnie, though, because he's the most boyish-looking one. Is that why? Is that why he blows him the kiss? He's a pederast? Because that's what pederastery is, yes? Right. Could be. I mean, it's more... I don't really interpret it that way. It's just more like the kiss. He's mostly, you know, he's just taunting the whole team. In a, you know, it's not an amorous kiss. It's not even like, I'm going to, like, rape you kiss. It's just cocky. So after we have this shot where, so what happens here? The camera, like, dollies in really close. Yep, that creep can roll. Fucking Quintana. Shakes head that creek can roll. Yeah, but he's a pervert, dude. And he's just like, yeah. He's just used to Walter saying these kinds of things. Right. Yeah. It's a he's n- like, no, really? Nice beat there. Real nice beat where Walter doesn't respond immediately. All of a sudden he senses, wait, he didn't, he thought I was just saying, just being ridiculous. No, really. He's a sex offender with a record. It's six months in Chino for exposing himself to eight-year-olds. And then the dudes are, again, this is the thing that I only noticed paying close attention. Like, the dude's reaction to that is kind of like, Ah! Ah! Like, ah, you're bunny. The same kind of noise. Like, ah! My brother and I do that to each other all the time. Ah! <laughs> Anytime you say something, like, mildly surprising, but... Ah! groundbreaking or anything it's like mildly surprising ah why do you do that because the dude does it because the dude does it all right we want to be him i guess i was just trying to figure out if it was like independent of lebowski no no lebowski was a reflection of the world in which people say that or whether or not other way around your old rea- your own reality yeah okay. basically another way of speaking lebowski's we cut to this shot of a street in Hollywood, I guess. According to Walter, he moved to Hollywood. Um, you've got this perfect perspective. The camera's up high, and the the road is just forming a perfect line into infinity. That The Shining is that whole movie of The Shining where everything's like... I don't even know what they call it because I'm stupid. But we're like they'll frame up Jack Nicholson right dead center, and then all the lines in the film, like in the actual frame of the film, are pointing right dead center. Long shots of hallways, um, following the 
kid in the tricycle around, when he's writing at his typewriter, it's like everything pointing, shots of the elevators. And this has that, because the road extends right to the center. Camera's up high, nicely framed shot. When it's stock still, there's a guy mowing his lawn, and then far down the street, it's just a person walking in the middle of the road. Is he walking or is he like on a skateboard? Skateboard. Hmm. Or a bike. I think he's on a bike. Oh, maybe he's on a bike. I think the way his body kind of like swerves from side to side, strangely, tells me he's not just on his feet. Like he's on some kind of wheeled He's on a bike. You're right. Device. He's on a bike. He's just biking down the street. But still, they had to put a biker there. Yep. Good they wanted, job. They had to put something there. Get a little life to it. So here's another thing I never noticed. We cut to this. There's the Jesus. Moved into the neighborhood. Had to go door to door telling everybody he was a pervert. (sighs) This house has a kid's toy out in the yard. So he goes this gate. And I guess we, we shouldn't really get to what happens. But he goes, opens the gate, goes to the door and rings the doorbell. I guess that's where this minute ends. But right. this yard has a little kid's toy sitting in the yard. And it's blue, which means it's probably for a boy, a young boy. They put, the details. They put that kid's toy in there. Yeah. The details. Well, that was another detail here. Again, we talked at length last episode about, you know, John Turturro talking about doing this scene with the Coens. And another little piece of inside info is how he has this kind of like, he called it a cod piece. Right? His trousers are kind of stuffed here with this thing. You know, like that, again, part of the details. And again, it's so subtle, right? But I mean, if you look at him coming through the gate, which is still part of this minute, like, yeah, he has a thing there going on there. Once you notice it, it's not so subtle anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I got a great idea. I'm going to go for my door to door telling everybody I'm a pederast walk and I'm going to wear my tightest jeans possible. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pack of bird seed. It's a bag of bird seed stuffed into there. So that arrives at the end of this minute. We've just broken it down. (sighs) I haven't even really started to get into what I had to talk about, but we can revisit well, them. Well, let's... No, let's keep going. We don't have to. I mean, unless you want to go for a two-and-a-half-hour episode. Well, what's the diff, right? We have a lot to talk about next week. Well, what's, so what's the stars and strikes? Well, can we talk about that? Yeah. There's a banner hanging on the wall, stars and strikes forever. I don't see... I don't even know if this is relevant, you know? Because this is from 92... But maybe they were already advert because it's already September, October. I don't know. Stars and Strikes Forever, also dubbed the Perot Challenge. This was a proposed bowling match between. Oh my goodness, George Herbert Walker Bush, Bill Clinton, and Ross Perot. That was going to conceivably take place in 1992 as a show of like 
Look, we can get along and be silly, even though we're politicians, I guess. Sure. That's a very strange detail. Isn't it? That they put that in there. Because, again, this movie was filmed in, like, 97. Like, it came out in 98. It's supposed to take place in 91. And yet they kind of went back and found this detail. Yeah, because I was looking up, you know, Stars and Strikes Forever, and that applies to, like, baseball charity events, too. Or, like, whatever. Any sort of, like, awareness event. Or whatever you're going to do. Because, you know, you can mm-hmm. strike out in baseball. So I found a lot of, like, baseball-related Stars and Strikes Forever. But this is a bowling movie. It's in a bowling alley. I just think it's too much of a coincidence that there was also a Stars and Strikes Forever bowling event that was to feature H.W. It's too much of a coincidence. It had to be intentional, right? It wasn't just some Hard like... Hard to say. The, I mean, it could... Sometimes a coincidence is just a coincidence, but really, it, it is a very strange piece here. And there are different posters from when we saw... The bowling alley in earlier scenes, I think. I hate to go back too far, but I don't think they're the same. I don't think these were there before. I just gotta look now. No, it is there. How did we miss that? When Donnie's bowling, sixteen thirty-one, it's right there. Stars and strikes forever. We just didn't. We were too focused on Donnie. We have a lot of people bowling throwing a strike and then turning around in this movie it seems like like at least twice so do you think it's just a coincidence is a coincidence huh well i mean it seems like there are a lot of events that use that moniker right stars and strikes there are you're saying like there's baseball there's also a lot of bowling oh bowling charity events stars and strikes so it could just be some poster that was just there or like they went into the you know back room of this thing and found i don't know but at the same time it is strange that you do search for stars and strikes and here's george hw bush who was featured so heavily in the beginning of this movie but maybe you know if you look close enough most celebrities at some point are implicated in stars and strikes right at some point it's gonna your number's gonna come up and somebody's gonna make the call for you to be in a stars and strikes maybe maybe I don't know. Might be doing more work there than just believing they put it in there. I I can't say. There's a close, a close role they use to cover that cut. That weird cut we talked about. I'm talking about audio now. They put it right in your ear hole. So, you mean with the when it goes from the finger? The finger. All right, I want to listen. What do you mean a close roll? I don't know what that means. You can hear. So if you listen, as they're dollying around his finger, you can hear a bowling ball rolling on the wood. You hear the thunk, kung, yes, and it starts yes. sliding down the alley, but they bring it close like it gets louder but not just louder it's like they recorded it like right like the mic again is like right like two inches from the ball right 
yeah, where the ball is a, meeting the wood. Yeah, it's such a detailed and textured sound. You can hear every little grit and it scrape. Sounds, yeah, so much more detail and realistic than even if you were really in a bowling alley. Well, you'd have, have no opportunity to ever hear a bowling ball like this because you'd, so you'd never have, be this close to it. Exactly. You'd have to yeah put your ear right down onto the lane by where the bowling ball was going to hit and roll to hear this. And it's an impressive sound. And they use this during the weird cut where they had to divide the difficult shot into two. They use that sound to also help smooth over that. It just comes in there on your ear. And then there's it hits the pins and you have the smash. So they're doing a multi-layered approach to awkward cut covering not even that it's that awkward but that was just an audio note i figured i'd throw a token audio note in there so we mentioned before what's in walter's glasses yeah if you look at his glasses after the strange cut when they're talking about him being a pederast talking about the jesus being a pederast yeah you can see it's the, those pink ladies. You can see them like moving around, and it's like like that's what's in there. You think it's, it's just like pink ladies? What's behind him? What's beyond him? But it's just kind of like the light is refracted in such a way, like you're seeing, you know, just through the glasses. But you know, the light's kind of bent, so you're really seeing what's kind of a little behind him and to the left, because you can just see like it's doubled. Like you can see the ladies come up and, you know, walking around sitting. That's what just what you're seeing. And yeah. I think that matches pretty well what was probably there before. I don't know. That close shot is awfully weird looking. Gotta tell you. I, I still don't know what it... I'm not saying it's even anything naughty, but that's weird looking. Um, Here's... I guess I'll say this. Okay, well, let's back up. I don't want to just say it. You know, okay. I don't want you don't want to just bleh in there. So, threw a uh, my wife threw a what was it? A bridal shower for her friend, and one of the events they had at the bridal shower was a martini making contest. So, but they needed a straight man basically to play the role of. You know, the working husband who comes home. It was a 50s-themed thing, so it was supposed to be you were this housewife. Like, oh, here you are. You're home, honey. I've been cooking all day. Here's your favorite, a martini. That kind of thing. Right. So I I was the the straight (laughs) man for this. So we've gone from Deep Space Nine drinking games to... I don't know what's happening. Who cares? Whatever. Come on. Just... Uh, so there were like 10 or 12 ladies there. So it was a contest, whoever, and I had to judge the best martinis. So I drank, I think I drank 12 martinis. Let's just leave it at that. But to dress up for this, I had this old, like, seersucker suit. I think that's what you call it, a seersucker suit. It's like pastel blue and white pinstripes with like a crazy weird shirt and like 
maybe maybe a bow tie or some weird tie. I don't know. And like my hair was all like slicked over. I looked awful. Just disgustingly awful. I and then I went out. Everybody went out. Then the because the friends were all in town. There's a shower. So everybody went out, but I just left my seersucker outfit on as we went out into the college town. And I went out myself to the ATM to get some money. And some other guys were going in the bar. And they just looked at me and kind of like, not quite under their breath, said, Pederast, and then walked inside. I got called a Pederast once. Well, it was a seersucker. Right? I got called a... Have you ever been called a pederast? Luckily, no. It's not pleasant. I wouldn't think so. Your words hurt. Your words hurt, man. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get the feeling that they were fully referencing the Big Lebowski either. So... Because you didn't necessarily look like the Jesus. No, I didn't look like you, the Jesus. You might look like I just looked like a weird, like a weirdo in his universe somehow, right? Like a forgotten character from the Lebowski extended universe. Yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure. Like I'm. Like, it was with your hair. Really, was a big part. The it hair was really a suit. huge part. I was like Marty's, like slightly more successful brother, like. Slightly cooler, slightly more successful. He goes to an office, brother of the dude's landlord, Marty. His brother. It, it was gross. I looked gross. It was on purpose. It's being obnoxious. It's the risk you take. Called a pederast once in a while. Do you wanna? Do you wanna send this episode off in style? Let's do that. Let's do that. I think we should. Not quite sure how to uh, approach this. I'm not sure. Because um, I, I, I sent you this. Yes. No, I know what you're talking about here. But It's a special surprise. One of your communications back to me, I asked you what you thought, and you said, I cannot process. Yes. I know what you mean. I believe it's tremendous. Tremendosity. So we get all kinds of mail here now, because we're a popular podcast. I mean... We even top some people's lists of summer podcast listening, for heaven's sakes. I've I've heard that rumor. And, so you know, we, we, we've been in contact with the fans. We like to keep and, it real. And some of these fans make Lebowski-themed songs. We should play one. Let's buy a band called Mud and Guts. Mud and Guts, that's it, yes. You can check them out at Mud and Guts, that's M-U-D-N-G-U-T-Z dot bandcamp dot com. Mud and Guts. And there you can hear this song, which we're about to, to play for you to send us off here. This taught me a valuable lesson. Send us off in style. By the way, this song. It did? It taught me that I don't know everything about the world, and that some people, and Mud and Guts aren't the only ones, a lot of people, 
uh, Reverend Mark, for instance, another one, Gordy. A lot of people know way more about the Big Lebowski than I do. Oh, yes. <laughs> a lot of people know a lot more than you about like, Lebowski. Like, a lot. I... It's that cliche of I didn't realize how little I I knew basically, and I yes. still don't. But but that's okay. But I that's digress. what's great: our ignorance of the Lebowski. Really, all we are is a a focal lens to focus the knowledge that is out there into a slightly focused beam, a slightly fine beam. It's not. Horribly, right? No, not it's more like, like a flashlight beam, not a laser. Not beam. a laser. It's not cutting holes and things. No, it's not making just a little point. That's kind of wide with some indistinct edges. But yeah, flashlight. Yeah. It makes it maybe a little easier to see. Maybe just helps out. Doesn't hurt though. We digress. I well, we've kept these people in suspense. I know, I'm just dragging it out. We need to roll the Mud and Guts. Let's roll it. Mud and Guts, thank you very much for sending this. It's transcendent. I love it. I listen to it many, many times. Thanks, Mud and Guts.
next time on Gutterball. Life does not stop and start I, uh, at your convenience, you I, miserable uh, piece of shit. I, I...